are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. Um, so, you know, as usual, I like to thank everybody that follows and retweets. Obviously, one of my most loyal and best supporters is obviously my guys Brent and Dave at 1420 Sports. Um, that episode the other day was absolutely fucking amazing. I just have to say that now. If you guys are not listening to Brent and Dave at 1420 Sports, you are not podcasting correctly then. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Little year in review action going on tonight. The best of clips, the whole bit. We're closing in on our 40,000 download mark. Uh, all this going down. New Year's Eve is uh, two, three short nights away. Dave, co-host, how are you doing tonight, my friend? Doing good. Uh, just uh, the, the the weather, as we, we mentioned, has broken in Lethbridge, Alberta. We're hovering around the zero degrees Celsius. So I, I chant, bitch, about the weather. The holidays have been good and looking forward to... Uh, Spending another New Year's New Year's Eve in uh, Whitefish, Montana. Yeah, me and uh, Mom, we're leaving uh, Parksville, B.C. tomorrow. We're flying out of Nanaimo, heading to uh, be in Calgary about probably 3 o'clock, so there should be a, a good snowstorm probably landing just as soon as we get there. Uh, the weather here today to turn for the, the better than the time we've been here. It was Armageddon a week ago, and the, the, the world was ending, but everything's... Uh, Back to normal heart here on Vancouver Rounds. Been a really good trip. Uh, be nice to get home and everything else. Get to it. Uh, the opening clip that was from our uh, fan of the show, and we're a fan of the of his show, Jim from the Fan of the Van podcast. He he uh, did a little bit of a a, a talk about our show. Uh, he sent that back in September. So if you guys get a chance to listen to Jim the Fan of the Van, I know we talk about him a lot. He puts on a great show. He's all by himself, flying solo there. His morning show. So make sure you guys give him a listen uh, when you get a chance. Uh, uh, He's uh, he does puts on a good show, Dave. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of neat. That's that's one thing about this year. I, I think I one of the highlights of this year is the collaborations we've done. Uh, well, I, and it's funny, Jim uh, fan in the van. We haven't collaborated with him, but uh, we've made friends with him uh, uh, back and forth uh, through DMs and what have you, uh, shutouts. But we've had the collaborations. With uh, the level of the playing field, field boys, fellow Canadians from Toronto area, and also with the brutally honest Aaron and Daniel Steve. was the first one, but Daniel, yeah, coming up, had, yeah, yeah. So you know, it's it's a neat thing that uh, it's an unexpected uh, treat uh, making friends in the in the indie podcast world here. Yeah, the very like we about a year ago, actually, probably almost to the day, uh, me and for some some reason somehow some way. Uh, Dave from Level Playing Field and Aaron from Brutally Honest, they got a hold of me right around New Year. So around this time last year, there was a Dave from Level Playing Field gave us a, a great review of a show. He listened to us, how how he came across our show. Well, I have no idea. The Twitter machine works wonders, I guess. Uh, he, 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 we, he had us on our show, on their show in January. But Aaron, he got a hold of me. We were, we were trying to do one on New Year's Day, but uh, things never worked out on his end. We had him on on January uh, the 6th. 
him and his uh, his co-host at that, at that time, a uh, guy by the name of Daniel. Now he's with a guy named uh, J.D. Kingsley. Uh, they're putting on a lot of good shows, so it's a good hit. We're, we're going to try to do something early in the new year. They're uh, they're very football heavy. They do a great show. We're going to try to get get hooked up with them early in the new year. But here's a, a clip from the, uh, the very first show of the new year that we had. Talking about the insurrection, I tried to break the ice with those two boys a little bit. You could tell they were they're they're a little younger than us. I think they're a little bit nervous. They didn't know what they, they're getting themselves into uh, hooking up with us us old two guys, Dave. So I thought I'd I'd break the ice with a little bit of a joke right off the bat. So have a listen to this, and uh, we'll get on to the next one. Four beer the sports talking a whole lot more. Show one hundred and sixty seven, January sixth, two thousand twenty two. A special edition show tonight. We got the boys from. Uh, Oh, I fucked that up. The Brutally Honest Podcast. Anyway, sorry, guys. Just trying to read and I shouldn't read. Aaron and Dan with the Brutally Honest Podcast. How are you tonight, guys? Good. Yeah, we're from wherever's not going to get us hit. Uh, but thanks, David, Brent. Uh, glad to be here. And Aaron, very excited to be with the boys tonight. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. No problem. Well, I'm glad we picked January 6th to have you guys on. It's a monumental day. We picked a couple of American guys. What's your thoughts on the insurrection? That's what we guys brought you guys on. <laughs> I totally, totally, totally kidding, guys. Uh, we, we we try not. To get How much time do you have? Oh, we uh, we have not that much because we try not to get too political at all. That's something that I know very little about, but uh, we try not to talk about that kind of stuff because, man, one way or another, that, that gets you in trouble. There's no getting around that. Anyways, so that was uh, Aaron and Aaron and uh, and. Uh, Oh, the other guy can't. And Daniel, they were with us. Daniel Kurtz was his name. That's not I remember. So we had them on. So later on that month, we ended up on the level of playing field show. Uh, we had a few laughs with them. Uh, show we talked. And we ended up watching a football game, didn't we? Together a little bit, watching a hot like the Chargers game. God, so long ago. You know, it's so long ago. But yeah, like it's uh, being that we always go on Mondays or, and Thursdays. Yeah. Um, there's there's usually a football game on, and if it was in January, it had to be. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was a playoff game. I, it must have been a playoff important. game or something. But it was in January that we were on their show, and we had a few laughs, and it was uh, uh, we had some good laughs. And later on that month, or later on in the summer, uh, Dave, you put a which is ended up being one of the funnier uh, lines you've ever said that I thought was one of the uh, the greatest hits in the two. Two and a half to three year history of this stupid thing that we do on a couple of times a week. Uh, the uh, the picture of his wife thing. I had a kick, <laughs> kick, kick, a kick out of that one. Of course, we were talking about Tom Brady and uh, Giselle and the whole bit. That that's when we still thought that those two crazy kids had a chance, Dave. Yeah, um, for whatever reason, Tom Brady for he's just one of those topics that for all you Brady haters out there. You, you can't keep his name out of your mouth. And then I think there was some besmirching about Tom Brady and he, he's got to be doing something right. And then blah, blah, blah. Well, have you seen a picture of his wife? So that was, yeah, it just flew off and it, 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 it stuck. Yeah. That was about, I got it written down. It was show 219. So if you guys get a chance to listen to that one, make sure you, you go back in the archives. Listen, like we had a lot, I had a lot, like I, I actually gave Dave a lot of credit on that one. Say the two and a half year uh, history of our show, that was the funniest thing he said at that point. There's a lot of other funny things that we talk about later on, but shortly after that, uh, we had the level playing field guys. We returned the favor uh, and had them on our show, and uh, we had some laughs about. And then 
posed the question, and we uh, it was summertime. I think it was in July when that one came about, wasn't it? Around yeah, because you were outside. sitting out back in in your backyard, yep. and uh, we had some laughs. And uh, I think the two of us had maybe maybe one too many uh, as the night as the night progressed. We we got a little uh, a little unprofessional, I think. I don't say unprofessional, but a little underprofessional. I might have greased the playing field that night a little bit. <laughs> so, there was uh, definitely some things going on. We had some laughs. <coughs> oh, sorry. We had him on our show, show 220. I asked the question, one of their favorite, favorite sports memories, some one of the things that they, that they, that, that got them going. Uh, level of playing field, Dave gave, gave a story about the Ben Roethlisberger pass to San Antonio Holmes, I believe it was. And what Super Bowl was that? Was uh, It was in 2009 or 10. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, I think that was the one against uh, Arizona, I believe. The one that they won and the whole yeah. bit. It was a sideline catch. And, and Dave, Dave's a big uh, Steelers fan. And uh, 1420 Dave isn't so much of a Steelers fan and even less of a Roethlisberger fan. And uh, so Dave gave, or a uh, little playing field, Dave gave his his side of what would he, it was a great, and, it, it, and the thing is, Dave, it's not a debatable topic what a person's feelings are. Like the guy liked the, the moment and you, you basically told him he was wrong. Well, you, you can feel <laughs> how you feel, but you know, I, I feel like I want it to be a little bit warmer tomorrow. Doesn't mean I'm going to be right. Man, did I have a last. So here, anyways, <laughs> have a listen to that show. Dave from Level the Playing Field. John from Level the Playing Field. Thank you very much for coming on our show. We'll have to do it again in the new year as well. Have a listen to that and we'll uh, talk to you guys in a second. So there's, there's a lot of like common ones. So there's a Carter home run. There's a Batista bat flip, uh, the golden goal. But I'll go with something that is a little more biased and personal to me. Um, this Ben Roethlisberger to San Antonio Holmes catch. I will argue yeah, yeah, until yeah. the day I die that that is the best catch in football history. I know. I remember that one. That that was something else. That. That catch because it it went to replay if I recall correctly. Like there's no way he made that catch. There's no way he made that catch. And then like yeah, two feet he, in, he made that catch. And three like, defenders yeah. right around him. It's really only like one spot that ball could have been, and it was there. And it was a perfect throw, perfect catch. And it was with like a minute left in the game. Won them the game. Won them the Super Bowl. Like perfect throw, perfect catch by somewhat imperfect human being. Dave Van Robe's fourteen twenty. How do you feel what Dave, uh, Dave, uh, uh, what Dave Love Plankfield said about your main man, Ben Roethlisberger? I think the best Super Bowl catch <laughs> ever was um, uh, a throw from Eli Manning, um, where he avoided the sack through it. The David Tyree helmet. When he there. caught it by accident, he caught it, attracted against his helmet, and Rodney Harrison. Hall the of Steelers Fair. catch is way better than he that. He didn't even score. He had you had to get another catch by Plaxico. That Curtis was a great catch. Just I, for I that catch to even matter. That was a great catch, but nothing compares to that Steelers catch. Nothing compares to that. In, in, like the two in comparison. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Like, you can't like, argue with that. Like, <laughs> like, like honestly, like we see catches like that all the time. The OBJ one-handed catch at that time of the game. Though, fuck. You have to he think of grabbed the goddamn ball. Against his helmet while uh, a Hall of Fame uh, safety was dragging on his arm and he completed the catch. And that allowed Eli Manning 
to beat the, the Patriots in that Super Bowl. That was a Super Bowl winning catch to San Antonio Holmes. I, I I understand. I under I'm not I'm not saying that catch wasn't great. I'm saying this catch was this much greater because it's it's honestly impossible, really, to grab a ha- a, a ball, trap it against your helmet. Why a 260-pound guy that's built to kill you is dragging on your arm. You still drag it to the ground and complete the catch. It's amazing. It, it, like, watch that catch. It's, it should never happen again. If, if, the, if the catch that LPF Dave was talking about was not thrown by your nemesis, Ben Roethlisberger, how would you feel about it? If it was thrown same, by Terry Bradshaw. Same, same, that fucking... He hates Bradshaw, too, he said. That throw, that throw gets thrown every fucking weekend. But not in that moment. Every fucking weekend. Every fucking weekend that throw. Like Tom Brody, Tom Brady has honestly gotten like in over his career seventy. Have you seen pictures of his wife? Oh Jesus Christ! I don't understand why we're ganging up on me tonight. That is what. That's what you're fucking supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. Throw it off shoulder to the thing. Dot the eye. And fall out of bounds. That's what the part, that's what the part where there's three. That's what you're supposed to do. Do you want? Does everybody know the the catch I'm talking about? Where oh, yeah. Eli escaped two sacks, heaved it up. Was it, it, it the, the it catch? You just, so broke. you like so that you like that it was a broken play. That's where your delineation. And the catch and the catch is absolutely improbable. Like, yeah, because like, who the fuck when, catches a ball like that? When he threw that ball with, like, so Eli Manning, when he threw that ball with that ball left his hand, the probability of a catch was probably about 0.5 percent. Yeah, because he heaved the ball into the middle of the field. The San Antonio Holmes catch you're talking about, probability of a catch was probably about 25 to 30. Anyways, Dave. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, man, you're feisty tonight. Uh, I am feisty. You're feisty. <laughs> I get outside, I get feisty. We got making up numbers. The first time we had company in a long time, look what happened. Uh, I'm, the, so, I'm sorry, guys. I don't mean to be feisty. You're like fucking Edith, Edith and Archie Bunker. If everybody agrees with everybody all the time, right? You know, like content, our conflict makes content. That's right. So there was there was some conflict there, and I think they kept their mouth shut a little bit because they were on our show. They were, we, were being, uh, we were being gracious hosts, and they uh, we were the, the drunken couple, and they came over to visit. It was quite funny. I think I said Archie and uh, Edith Bunker or something was one of the long, long those lines. I don't know what was going on. Uh, later on that summer, Fernando Tatis Jr., he had his little situation with the Padres. We all know that he got injured uh, in the offseason. I think it was riding a motorbike, wasn't it, Dave? something or a horse or, or wakeboarding or something like that. Something he wasn't supposed to do, I'm sure. Yeah, something something came about and then uh, he got suspended for PED use. Dave was being the uh, the father figure, the GM of the whole bit, and uh, you went off on Tatis. Have your, have your thoughts changed at all about Fernando Tatis Jr. and what, what's, what, what occurred? Uh, because you went off on what he was allowed to do. I think it was called Not Even a Flintstones Gummy. I think we named the show number <laughs> 224, I think we, is, was that one. Oh, no, my thoughts on all things Tatis uh, haven't changed a bit. I, I think um, it's just... Is that from the Spider-Man movie, whatever? With with great power comes great responsibility. He was he was handed a golden ticket, and you know with that comes a little bit of responsibility. And 
he did not want to live up to the expectations the Padres behest upon him. Like what? Like you looking back on that, and the guy like you're you're gonna get you're going to get paid no matter what. And yes, you want to be at an elite level, and yes, you might want to get in the field a little bit quicker for whatever injury you had. But don't be fucking stupid. In year one of a twelve-year deal or whatever it is, four hundred like, sheets. I think it's right around there, thirty-five, forty a year, mercy, something. something. Yeah. I, I, whatever. I, I don't. I don't know what kind of clauses they can put in contracts, but you got to think that uh, some. You get you get busted. You get popped for PEDs. We're taking a haircut. You know this. We're not saying null and void, but this isn't what we're agreeing to. We're not agreeing to a cheater. Well, it's got to be something that's in the players' agreement, the the the, the CPA, the CBA, because. It's a suspension for this. It's more games for this. It's more games for that. So the Padres' hands are tied. They can't just cut the guy because of a PED use, right? Like, it's got to be in the, in the CBA. Yeah, it's not like the Yankees didn't try with A-Rod the first time round, right? Oh. They, you know, they wanted rid of him so bad. They were they might have been the ones fucking providing blood samples of, of uh, A-Rod to the, to the, to the whoever did, does the testing. They wanted him gone so bad. So anyways, have a listen to Dave scolding for Fernando Tatis Jr. I completely agree with what Dave said on that. Uh, you were quite, quite, I, li- I re-listened to, y- to it yesterday when I was doing the clips for this show to send to our sound guy, Jim. Jim, before we get going, it's good seeing you over the holidays. Uh, con- t- continued success with your with your music and everything you got going on. And thank you for doing everything you do for our show because you make us, uh, me and Dave, sound a lot better than we are most nights. And uh, you do, you make, you keep things um uh, not PG thirteen, but there's sometimes they it could be rated R, and you 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 clip out the right things at the appropriate times. <laughs> yes, Jim, we do appreciate it. Like uh, your editing work and your production value is very much appreciated by us. I think you should let me swear a little bit more, but you know when 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 the when I do get a little greasy, the tongue gets a little loosey. Yeah, you know, when there's a time, there's a time and a place for everything, and there's sometimes where the well, we're not like level playing field, Dave. The C sharps come out once in a while. It's a little bit different. We we try to stray away from those ones. There's no doubt about that. Maybe maybe with uh, with age comes wisdom when it comes to that stuff. So that have a listen to Dave and the Fernando Tatis situation. And you're the GM, so you text T- Tatis, and then Tatis the phone rings. Uh, FTG FTJR. You answer the phone. What, what are your first rings? What are your first words? Yeah, I sure. Are you fucking 10 years old? Do I got to treat you like a motherfucking child? What the fuck do we have to do with you? You ride around in the fucking uh, winter, hurt yourself on a motorcycle. You haven't you played fucking, this year. You haven't played this year. You, you hurt yourself doing something that you weren't supposed to do. We gave you 400 fucking million dollars. We loaded up. We traded away. You're our face of the franchise. And then you do this motherfucking yeah. shit? Yeah. Are you fucking playing me for a fucking fool? Did I make a mistake? No, yep. coach. Why are you getting so mad? I'm getting so mad because I just fucking traded away, guys. And I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to lose my job because you're an idiot. I, and I'm going to fucking yell at you for a little bit. Because you know what? I ain't paying you right now, so you might as well put this phone in your fucking ear and let me chew your so ass out for a GM- Back in, jeez, uh, I think it was July, Dave. You and I, we, I went on the road. I went over to uh, Spit Stadium. We did a, I did a show sitting in the in the ballpark there. You were in your backyard. We were having a good day in the sun. But I think it was July, wasn't it? 
June and July. Right. June yeah. and July, we had a laugh, and, I, and then I, I wasn't going to uh, put this one in there today. But then I, last night, we were uh, sitting around here at my sister's place on the uh, our West Coast affiliate out here for the fourteen twenty podcast, <laughs> and uh, Rocky Two was on. What what a great movie! Like you, that's a movie you uh, I cheer every time I watch it. That those those yeah Rocky one two and three was that's a nice trifecta. They should have almost stopped there. It's it really gets the blood pumping. It, it's it's just a great it's a great sports movie to sit down and watch. And it's been so long since I've watched any of those. It's uh, maybe it's time to to blow the dust off of that. Uh, and 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 get Jasper in on the Rocky franchise and and see if it holds up over time. It holds up because last night we were cheering here. I tell you, there wasn't any, all the hockey games were done early here. There was nothing on. So we were just flipping around and saw that Rocky was on. Anyways, I, you, uh, you did your, your would you rathers and they, you had a number of them. There were some Caddyshack references. It was show 212, uh, Caddyshack. And there was the, uh, karate. What was there? Was there was, uh, who else was on that, uh, the t- uh, Top Gun or Dodgeball was a question that would you rather be in the volleyball game or the Top Gun, <laughs> the, 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 whatever it was going on. But the, the big question du jour was the uh, uh, Rocky Balboa, which fight would I rather be at? Uh, the, the the first one with uh, with Apollo, the second one with Apollo, or the the one where he uh, the one where he lost or beat Clubber. Or the one where he uh, went to Russia, and so we had a, quite the conversation there. It's amazing that that stupid "would you rather" thing about hypothetical things that can never happen get that much traction. Like the, how me and you can just like we're immer- like we're actually there, and it could actually happen. We're making like it seems like educated decisions on the on these questions. It doesn't make any sense, but it works. Well, you know that's been a that's been a staple of our friendship for the last thirty odd years here. Like it's just. What if this guy, what have, but we will never know the answers and which allows us the ability to go on and on and on and on about said things. And on. Because no one's ever going to be able to say, well, people have said, why don't you two just shut the fuck up and. And now listening to our show. And now, you know, they're, they're, they're putting download and play next on, on, uh, on Spotify. It's, uh, Actually, uh, Dave, I'm going to lay on the line. Our friends will listen to this. Well, some of them. They're do. sick of listening to us, man. I think well, they actually they urged us to to do this so then they wouldn't have to listen to it anymore. Well, keeps yeah, us occupied. Yeah, exactly. Just keeps them off the horn from them. I mean, we're, we're getting old, though, too. We don't see each other. Like, I uh, see everybody so, uh, every off, every so often. So, you know, when they need a fix, I'm, I'm, I like to think they... I like think I hope once a month at least. Yeah, they're they're supporters. They are. Uh, yeah, and have listened to what Dave and I thought about what uh, Rocky fight we would rather go to from the Would You Rather from show 212 when when I was at Spitz Dave and Dave was in his backyard. It was a Sunday afternoon in the in the, the heat of Southern Alberta. It was a great show. Give that one a listen for sure. And last one. Last one. we're going we're going to boxing, and it's all from the same franchise. Who do you want to see? Yeah, which one do you want to see? Rocky versus Apollo, where he wins the belt? Rocky wins. Rocky versus um, Drago in Russia? Or or Rocky versus Clubber Lang? That's a tough one, Dave, because 
I'm not going to Russia on Christmas Day to watch him fight. And that was the highlight of... Uh, Sorry. Yeah, but you know, I'm, uh, we're no, not I'm, I'm inserting myself up, into right? that, and so um, I'm not doing Rocky in. I'm not doing Rocky in Russia in 1986 or whatever it was. I'm, I'm just not. Like I'm just, uh, I'm not. I'll watch a pay per view. I'll spend the 90 bucks for it was back then. Rocky versus Apollo, the first time or second time. The second time, because uh, the first time he fought him, uh, Rocky did not win the title. He lost. This, okay, I, I'm definitely... Rocky 2, he won the title. Yeah, Rocky 2. So I'm... I'm if, if I can have the chance to go to Rocky 2, and the second time he fought him, that's what I'm going to for sure. Uh, the Clubber Lang, it's like the, it's like Mike Tyson at the end of his career. I'm going to the, the initial fight uh, without a doubt. Or the second fight because you know he had a chance. He he watched it happen. I'm getting the tickets. I'm going. I'm going to, to to Rocky too, not knowing if he wins or loses. That's where I'm going. There's no doubt about that. Would you, would have you rather gone to the first one where he actually loses at the end? Of I Rocky wouldn't have went. I wouldn't have went because it's a promotional <laughs> joke. I'm not going. Like I'm not <laughs> because going because this this is a nobody. And there's a nobody fighting the fighting the yeah. world champion. I'm not going. But then when the nobody takes him takes him to tit to 10, 12 rounds, whatever it was, that's like the second time I'm going. For sure. Okay, and I think that Clever Lion fight might be the one I want to go to because the way that uh, Mr. T talked, all that trash, and like, hey, hey, come over here with a real man. Like, you're like, just the shit that Mr. T talked, I loved it. He was a dick. I well, you know, he was, he, he, he beat, he beat Rocky the first time, and there was the rematch at the end that, uh, that, uh, Rocky got his uh, comeuppance, I guess. Got his got, retribution. Got the title back, got, and uh, and uh, Mickey and everything else. And uh, yeah, yeah, Mickey no, died in that one too. That's nah, terrible. Yeah, well, everybody He'll has to knock go your something. block off, Rocky. <laughs> Funny stuff. I love Anyways, Rocky. So like, I love Rocky. Over this past year, we uh, picked up some sponsors here and there along the way, getting a little more in depth what we got going on, making it go over. We're close to forty thousand downloads as of this moment at ten oh three Pacific Standard Time on the 29th of the uh, of the month. We started this year off, I think, like the I think on January first or second. We were at twenty thousand, so we we more than doubled the, the, our our listenership this year, which is good. Hope to double that this year coming up. So it's going to take a a little bit of work on our end, but I think uh, when people start spreading the good word of the fourteen twenty podcast and uh, talk to people about the show or everywhere you get your podcast, it's uh, it's going to pick up a, a little more steam and make a go of it. We uh, want to thank our sponsors, uh, Seat Geek, Manscaped, and. Uh, collectors exchange and on and on they go we'll put them all out there on the on the thing but it's been a been a lot of work and a lot of fun doing this it's a the the, the, re, the recording part of the show dave that's the easy part for me having a having the laughs that's the uh, the best part of the whole thing exactly it's it, if we didn't like doing it together we would have stopped quite some time ago it's yeah it's going on two two years plus now we were we were 
We were here before COVID, and we'll be here after COVID. Yeah, we 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 made her through. Uh, we had a friend of the sh- a friend of mine. I was a friend of the show, uh, Dave from the Silver Buckle uh, in Medicine Hat. Uh, we had him on a couple of times. He's uh, he was raring to go. He didn't know what he was getting ourselves into. We talked about face tattoos to to kick the show off, and he's like, "What the hell's going on?" I've, he's heard me talk about some goofy things in the past, but then he didn't know uh, Dave fourteen twenty Dave at all. But uh, by the end of the show, they were like. They were lifelong buddies. They had a few laughs. And then Dave posed the question of uh, what's it was again, it was a would you rather situation. It was a would you rather, who would you rather have a beer with? And the uh, the, the three participants who were going to have a beer with was was a Bugs Bunny, Kermit the Frog, and uh, who was the other? Uh, Bugs Bunny, Kermit, and Mickey Mouse. And so, anyways, we had quite the chuckle on that. Uh, I think the, the, uh, the going, uh, what we we all kind of said was probably Kermit, but Bugs be a good time. But uh, he probably getting a lot of fights. So, anyways, have a listen to that. We had we had a good chuckle on that one. Dave, thank you very much for being on the show. We'll get you on again in the new year. We'll talk some. Uh, get, talk, your your 49ers are, are having are having a, a hell of a season right now, and uh, we'll talk about how the, the Denver Broncos aren't or, or didn't. So, make sure you guys listen to show 234. Uh, it's a face tattoos in two days. I think we named that one. It was a it was a fun conversation. Dave, actually, where do you come up with your would you rather's? Because there there's something else. Um, the, the, the ones with a little bit of staying power and the ones like, sometimes it's just honestly 10 minutes before the podcast, but you know, when I'm either at work or what have you, I'll just like, my mind's, I have an active imagination and, <laughs> and even at this age, yeah, I, I think it's, it's so I like, I'd sometimes I, I get a little bit uh, too much going on in the head there and I'll jot them down because I don't know. Like I, 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 I'm mature enough to know that my opinion isn't always the right one, and I would like to other people to know. Uh, their Are you though? On, on some of the more ridiculous things goings on inside the cranium of uh, David T. Van Robes. Do you get to a point where, like, because we're both getting older, and we like we used to kind of care what we said and what people thought but are we at a point now where like who cares man say what you want like dude like don't hurt feelings and everything. but if if i think something's goofy and i say it and if, if you think it's goofy i don't care oh yeah there's there's sometimes i know what's coming out of my mouth is an absolute abomination and people are going to call me <laughs> stupid but you know i just because i say it doesn't necessarily i necessarily mean i believe it I, and I don't mind saying things for a rise, and and my family knows that more than anybody. <laughs> you can't be serious, huh? Well, you never know. Uh, it all works out to clicks, and that's what it's all about. Right? When it comes down to it, a little bit of clickbait, a little bit of content here and there. So, anyways, have listened to uh, Dave Roberts uh, about uh, the Bugs Bunny. Who would you rather have a beer with? Funny segment. I actually think think I said, uh, Dave, uh, at the end of this clip, I said, I, I think that's the dumbest thing you've ever asked <laughs> in the two and a half year history of this show. Because it, it was it, it was a great conversation <laughs> that we're all quite engaged in. So, anyways, have a listen. I think I think Bugs and Kermit actually came back into the repertoire a, a, a couple episodes ago too. You never go wrong with those guys. Ah, they're childhood staples. Who would you rather go for a beer with? Kermit the Frog, Mickey Mouse, or Bugs Buddy? Oh, Kermit, Kermit Mickey, or Bugs? Yeah. Kermit's a ladies' man, though. Kermit's a ladies' man. I think he'd be fun to hang out with for a night. He might, I uh, think Kermit would be all right. Yeah. Uh, 
Bob's body, he's always chewing carrots. I don't know if I'm down with that. Too rambunctious. Yeah. And, and getting in a fight. Like, he's yeah. going to rouse. Yeah. He's Causing gonna, trouble. Causing trouble. Causing tattoos on guys' faces and shit. Like, he, yeah. he wouldn't shut up. Yeah, no, I agree. And then and Bob, Bob's body, or uh, uh, Mickey Mouse, I, you're too associated with kids' parks and things like that. I'm an adult now. I'm good with that. I'd like to have a conversation with an adult, and I might have to be criminal fraud. Yeah, I, I, I wanted because like remember Kermit at the Muppet Show, he had to make it work and the thing, and just oh, he yeah. probably had, he had to let his frog legs down a little bit. In, like in the, in the two year history of the fourteen twenty Sports Bar podcast, that is the dumbest question that's ever been posed. <laughs> After uh, Aaron Judge hit, uh, he tied Roger Maris's record in, in Toronto. There was a little uh, situation. What was the guy's name? Johnny Lasagna, wasn't it? The guy with the, the powder blue jersey. And we had Aaron again from Brutally Honest Sports on the show. Like I said, we, he's a he's a fan of ours. I'm a fan of his. We we, we get to, we're going to get together with the, the new guy J D Kingsley. Get on his show. It'll be a, a lot of fun. Uh, but we we got to chatting about uh, if we would catch that baseball out, out in the field. Um, I don't think that there was any doubt that I would catch that ball. Like to me, I thought there was a, cause I, and I, you, you, you as well, Dave, you got long arms and the like, and there was a good chance we'd catch it. Uh, we kind of had a chuckle when, uh, Aaron, he was a bit sheepish about the whole situation. Cause we were talking about, uh, being glove guy and whether you were bring a glove, where you were sitting the whole bit. And, uh, Aaron sheepishly said, well, when I, when I go to a minor league park, I bring my mitt with him. So it just tells the age discrepancy <laughs> between me and you compared to what Aaron has. Right. It's, it was quite funny. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. But uh, both of us did agree. If you're if you're sitting in the outfield and uh, a historic home run might be caught, uh, might be coming your way, then you know that's that's the day you we're going to overlook the glove guy as an adult on those kinds. Did of you things. read that Yahoo who got sixty two took a bath? Eh? Yeah, he, he was offered, he was offered three. three, and he he went to he went to auction and only got a million five. Oops. Like uh, yeah, and I would imagine there's a, some uh, brokerage fees or something on on, on and on and on and on. Oh so, yeah. What anyway? So have a listen to uh, what Aaron and Dave and I talked about catching the the uh, the judge home run uh, sixty one that was hit at Sky Dome. I always call it Sky Dome. You you call it to Rogers Center, whatever it's called. But uh, have a listen to Aaron from Brutally Honest Sports. Myself and Dave discuss whether we we're going to catch that ball or not. Back to last night where he hit sixty one. Everybody saw it, right? Did you you saw it, Aaron? You saw it, Brent? Yep. 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 The dude in the Jays. <laughs> Should have that been a catch, yes or no? Hey, the guy who got really pissed off, the guy who was sulking afterwards, if he was my height or your height, maybe, I think that was a catchable ball. I mean, it was a hit 117 miles an hour. So it's, it's a tough play. He had to reach reaching down, over there rail. Was a dan- there but was I, a danger. But I think if he was 6'2-ish, Instead of five nine, I think he makes that play. Yeah, that's like it's easy for us to sit here and say he should have caught it this, that, and the third. But if that, you know, if that's you or, or if that's you, if that's me, I I don't know, man. That that's that's a fifty fifty shot. I mean, you gotta find a way to catch it, but because that thing's coming. And it's, oh, no, and I get it. it's it's no and, and it's unlike any catch you would ever have to do. No, like, it's you, not like you're catching, it, yeah. you're not catching some home run by Frankie Munoz and fucking. July, right? Like it's a, exactly like, like this a, one. The, the like it's coming towards you. The butthole's clenched up because I think it'd be worth two and a half million bucks. 
I think people came down. I think social media came down a little hard on him. Well, Dave, I think the reason that people came down on him a little bit was the way he reacted afterwards. He sulked. He threw his glove like he was a petulant child in a little league game. And, he went, and then he went and sat down and crossed his arms. So I think that's why people came down on him. Uh, throughout the day-to-day, this guy, Johnny, the other guy. in the, the Johnny uh, Lasagna Powder Blue. The Powder Blue jersey yeah. he was there with a yankee friend of his he's got a restaurant an italian restaurant this guy's name is johnny lasagna and he doesn't even like lasagna or serve lasagna in his italian restaurant which is weird he was on overdrive i think on tsn radio today and uh, he said yeah he went for it and he, he was right right there and he reached across his buddy he threw an f-bomb on on national radio today i was like oh jesus i heard that whoops and uh no he made a play both guys did but that like that's a tough play man but oof when you're you have a, two and a half million bucks coming at you, you're, an, you're an adult at a game with a glove on. Make the fucking grab. That's that's it too. Because I'm not glove guy. When I go to a game, like I'm not glove guy. You know, you put it. You 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 dangle 500k in front of me. Then yes, I'll put a glove on. And I think for that game, I might be glove guy though. Yeah, Aaron. You? Yeah, hundred. I, I even I'll go to minor league games in my in my town, and there, there's plenty of times I, I grab my mitt. So, I, you know, <laughs> whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? There's something about a baseball. There's something baseball, about a baseball. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a romantic game, man. You got Just recently, we had uh, Dave's uh, a friend of Dave's friend and friend of the show. We just recently had him, Wade Smith, from the uh, when talking about his days in Western Hockey League. Not that long. It was actually about it's already like three weeks ago, isn't it? I think it was the first week of December, yeah. Jeez, how time flies, isn't it? Crazy. Wow, it's the holiday season. Just goes, goes, goes. We had uh, Wade Smith on the show 259, the Memorial Cup champion, talking about his days, and he got traded to uh, – it was a great interview. It was a great talk we that he talked about his days in Swift Current, talked about his son. But then uh, the, the story that I, I, I asked him a question, uh, something that's stupid that he would have done uh, back playing junior hockey, something that stuck out that wasn't winning Memorial Cup. And he had quite the story. And I vividly remember those, those days in the Western League, Dave uh, – Guy, the, the the mayhem and the goonery that that would ensue, and the story that that Wade told about being on the bench in Tri Cities, that kind of lined up uh, pretty much. Uh, it was pretty apropos of what uh, the days of the old Western League. Yeah, different time, different place. Like so, once again, thirty years ago, a uh, bit of a different ball game when it came to to junior co- hockey and filling out that roster for those last two, three spots on the bench, right? Eh? And it sounded like he was on the bench a lot for his last couple of years playing the Western <laughs> League. So it's a funny story. Have listened to Wade tell a story about what happened one night in uh, Seattle, Washington, when he was playing for the Tri-City Americans. What's the uh, most ridiculous thing that happened that puts a smile on your face? And you go back and go, oh, fuck. What the fuck were we doing? Um, probably, I think it was... Because oh, I didn't, shit, it might even been my first game when I got traded to Tri Cities. We go to Seattle, and the old barn in Seattle was crazy. Oh yeah, and and uh, you know we're partway. I don't know, probably about halfway through the second period, and the bench was really small. It was one of you know, like it was more like an old town Saskatchewan rink where it was it was two levels. It. And so I'm standing on the top level. The glass only comes up to about halfway up my back. And I'm standing there. All of a sudden, I get punched in the back. And I turn around, and there's this 
great big kind of steroid freaks down there and he's got a beer in his hand he's giving me the finger and I just kind of I turn around and I throw my gloves off and I hop up onto the glass and I grab this guy and I start beating him up and I rip his shirt right off and I throw it into the crowd and like the crowd they just want to see a fight it really they're going crazy well it's on the ice or on the head don't care and, and I turn around and I'm like oh shit like this is my first game like what the fuck like uh, uh, Rick Kozback was my coach. I'm like, oh man, he's like, he's not gonna like this. And I turn around, and he's got his foot up in the bench, and he goes, "Nice work, Smitty." And I'm like, I might, I might like it here. <laughs> Can I get a race? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna be here for a while. Yeah, yeah. That's a great story. Maybe that's yeah. why. He's, that's why you're on the bench so much. You want to do that. Time. This next one, Dave, I'm not sure exactly. I have no idea. And I've listened to this one a couple of times, this clip, when I was trying to get the the proper uh, spots put out. And I still don't have any idea how we got to this conversation and how it became a thing. Uh, Episode 251, something about there's no COVID at the Bunny Ranch, I think it was called. I don't have any idea how we got to this point in the con- like in the the, the the conversations that we come up with in our in our in our, our our podcast life in our friendship life. I don't know how we get to these ones, and this one this one is included there. I have no idea. First off, how the Bunny Ranch conversation came about. I have no idea why it came about, but it came about, and I laughed. Like I listened to that, and like I, I know. I know me and you are our biggest fans, so I shouldn't laugh so much, but other people should laugh. But I laugh at this one a lot. Do you remember how this one came about? I have no, I remember the conversation vaguely, but like, yeah, once we, once we get on rambling, you never know exactly where, what, 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 excuse me, what twists and turns are going to happen in, in trying to make a point. And then maybe by the time we got to the bunny branch, we forgot what type of point we were trying to make. Yeah, I, I don't know how it came about. Maybe it, you guys listen to the show, listen to show 251. Let us know how we got to this because I don't know how it all came about. It was because COVID, we try not to talk about that on this show. We try to keep it, uh, we try to keep the politics and, all, and the like out of it. So how we came up with COVID at the Bunny Ranch is kind of a mystery. Have listened to show 251. Let us know, let us know your thoughts uh, about uh Maybe your days at the Bunny Ranch. I don't know. We'll just let us know. We'll talk about it on a future show. Have a listen to uh, show 251. Listen to this clip. Show 251, COVID at the Bunny Ranch. <laughs> Are those still in business after COVID? The Mustang Ranch, the Belly the, the Bunny Ranch, whatever it was. <laughs> they didn't see any of my money before COVID. No, no, me neither. I just, I just seen some, I've seen some Netflix stuff about the Bunny Ranch. Yeah, I was like, holy Jesus. That's, uh, yeah, that's so a spicy meatball that is. I don't know if the the house of ill well, I guess if you're wearing a mask or and, and a condom, you're allowed to do whatever you want. No, are you yeah. vaccinated? Against what? Fuck the germs floating around that place. They fought off bigger infections in. COVID. I'll bet you that was a COVID-free zone, man. <laughs> Lysol they were spewing around that place way before COVID. There's no place that think that place. There's no way that place saw COVID. There's no way. Could you imagine like the, being the, 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 the sanitation that had to have been happening to, to have that business license? I'm, I'm, I guarantee you there was no COVID in that in that establishment. I guarantee it. Did they do the health inspections with like the blue light that you see in the movies? And Guaranteed, like that? yeah. <laughs> like, you know, in the states, they have the A, B, C, D. Like, they, yeah. That was an A plus rating for cleanliness. I guarantee it. 
no way they would have been able to have any kind of business license without that, that blue light flashing around any speck of anything. You gotta think. Could you imagine to like go to your cleaning business having that? Hey, we got a new contract. You're going to the bunny ranch. No, I'm not. I don't work here. No, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. With a fucking roll of paper towels, some rubber gloves, and Windex. Show 231, Dave, and I, I got a little upset with you, and I want to apologize for this. I, sh- I shouldn't have called you. I shouldn't have called you stupid or your actions stupid, but I, I, I did. I, 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 uh, I, it's the holiday season. It's a, we're getting near, we're getting near the new year and you're, you're, what's that? Repent and re, what, what, whatever. And you, uh, you look back on things and say, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have said that, but I, uh, I, I'm not sorry that, uh, uh, how I feel about the situation, but so 231, uh, we've talked about chopsticks at the end of the show or would you rather or whatever, however it came about. I'm not exactly sure once again, how this came up. But uh, you're, you're a chopsticks guy. I'm not, and I should have just accept that. Uh, have you wavered from your thoughts on chopsticks? Well, I know I haven't. But have, did you look back and say maybe Brent's right? Oh fuck no! Like chopsticks are the way to eat. You're you're doing a disservice to the cuisine. It's they they prepared and, and invented this meal with the intentions of it being eaten with chopsticks. So I'm just respecting the culture. I think it's disrespectful. I I don't understand it. I I I, sir, I do not understand the infatuation with chopsticks. I don't. It's, it's not an infatuation, and I, and I think I mentioned it. Like I eat cheesy poos. If I'm sitting eating cheesy poos, uh, watching sports you, or whatever, <laughs> I use chopsticks to eat my cheesy poos. That way, I don't get cheesy poof just dust on my, my the remote. <laughs> That's the I, first time the word cheesy poofs has been used on this show ever. <laughs> what ever. do you call them? Cheesies. No, well, no, there's different kinds. There's Hawkins cheesies and there's cheesy poofs and there's cheese balls. I don't eat those. Uh, to be honest, I don't, I don't, because your finger, but maybe that's why you got to use chopsticks because your well, fingers or, get all orange. You know, and if you don't have chopsticks, maybe a toothpick, but I, the, I love cheesy poofs, but I hate cheesy poof dust. Yeah, because your fingers get all orange and everything gets all orange, everything else going on. Oh, it's it's horrible. It's horrible. Take it. Dave, what is better? Chopsticks or a fork and knife? It, it, to- it totally depends. It I doesn't. Eat, it 100% does. I have never once eaten sushi or Chinese food with a fork and knife. I eat with chopsticks. Why? Because they give me chopsticks, and that's the way the food was intended to be eaten. That's the most fucked up thing I've ever heard in my life. No, it's not at all. Do you eat a hamburger with a fork and knife? You use a knife on a hamburger. I cut it in half, but that's not using a knife to, to get it down my Would stomach. you use chopstick with a hamburger? Well, no, because I use my hands for a hamburger, because that's the way it's intended to be eaten. At what point is using two thin sticks the quickest, easiest way to get something into your yap? That is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. I'll tell you, like when we 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 make Asian food occasionally in our house, like pad thai is uh, something that we know how to make as a family. My son knows how to make pad thai, and that's something that we make uh, easily every other week. There's a reason why they invented forks and knives and spoons after. It's, it's easier. It's easier. It's not easier. 
They eat the rice. I, when, when I'm done with my bowl in my house with my chopsticks, there's like maybe three grains. Like my my bowl is cleaner than anyone's, and my and uh, my Wait. son uses a spoon every time. You're wrong. So I I respect the, I respect the culture of the food, the the, the origin of the food. No, it's not use, easier. I don't use uh, I don't use uh, chopsticks to eat spaghetti. I see a guy having a noodle bowl the other day with to have a noodle bowl with chopsticks. Why would you do that? You twirl it up, spin it, eat it, stab, 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 eat, see you later. You know what? It it might be easier to eat noodles with chopsticks than a fork. No, no, no. Now you're just causing controversy. No, like like a soup bowl, for sure. Like a a spoon and chopsticks? Oh, for sure. I'm... Do you do you use chopsticks or are you no. just grumpy because you're not good at chopsticks? I tried them. I I, have, I don't think I've ever tried them. So that was stupid. There's a fork there. There's a knife there. I'm going to use those instead. Oh, chopsticks are ridiculous. No. Dave, we've had a great time. We're like I said, we're at forty thousand, close to forty thousand downloads. Um, unless we can get a thousand downloads in the next uh, twenty. 12, 24, 36, 48 hours, we won't hit the 40,000 mark, but we're, we're awfully close. Uh, what's a highlight of your year? What's something that, that sticks out in your brain that maybe I missed? Um, like I mentioned before, the, it's the, the particular moments, the highs and lows, some some nights it's uh, uh, where we finish recording. It's like, Jesus, you know, that was a pretty good show, and those would be the ones I listened to. And other nights it was like, holy fuck. I, I think I rambled a little too much that night, which everybody else thinks that maybe I ramble too much every single time. But, you know, it's it's just the, the learning curve we've gone through. I think we've gotten a little bit better at actually recording. God knows we were able to do it a lot faster than we used to. It's it's, it's become more of a, a two, three-beer podcast in the five to nine I used to. Yeah, when we first got into this, there's definitely, if you listen to the first, the first hundred episodes, holy guys, because we'd be two, two and a half hours and we're not even getting anywhere and we're talking about. We, no, we definitely learned to streamline this thing over the last two and a half to closer to two and three quarter years now. So we have streamlined it. There are, I'm sure our, uh, our, our faithful spouse are, are, are much more thankful for that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you get I come up and say, Oh, you're done already. Yeah. Right. Made her happen. In and out quick. See you later. A little bit of a little bit of leg work on the front, shortens things up on the back end for sure. No, it's been a fun, fun time. The new year's upon us. Some big things happening in the new year, we hope. Just keep moving forward, keep pressing forward. Hopefully you guys who listen to the show enjoy it and keep uh, keep talking to people about the show because that's the only way that this, these things actually spread. We can put everything we, we want on Twitter, we can put everything we want on Facebook, Instagram, whatever out, whatever else else is out there. But the only way these things actually actually move forward is uh, is by word of mouth because uh, that's what uh, that's what people actually listen to uh, and 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 hear. Uh, they can scroll through Facebook and Twitter nonstop. So please keep telling people about our show. We have some different advertising things we're, we're going to try in the new year. But uh, without uh, you people listening, we wouldn't keep doing this. Yep, uh, my word of mouth is going to be my mouth is going to be flapping down in uh, in in the Flathead Valley there in Montana. I I cannot wait to get this time tomorrow. I am going to be not driving someplace with eyeballs on a screen. Speaking of eyeballs on a screen, I got a fucking bone to pick. 
I I just looked at the the NC the bowl schedule yesterday, like to make plans of where I'm going to be, and then I was on January first, and like where where the fuck's the semifinal games? They're on Saturday. Yeah. Oh man, I didn't know that. Someone should have like yeah, I thought. I was, yeah, that's a drag. Why did they put them on the Monday? Well, because that's the they're they're no, that's because the, the Monday game is reserved for USC Tulane. The the Whatever I don't know. It, yeah, it is, who but gives a rat? Nobody. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't even know if I'll watch it. Yeah, honest. like putting it like New Year's Eve. Like you know, there's some rebel rebelry to be had. I those poor folks on the East Coast. Like if you're a if you're a Georgia Ohio State fan, you're gonna. Yeah, have, actually, I want to say the games are like two and six or something. Like put the our time. time, right? Yeah. So that's and four so, and eight. So all of a sudden, the, the, you're rolling into eleven o'clock, and you want to be doing things elsewhere if you're on the east coast. Yeah, it's it's you know New Year's Eve. It's it's a great nowadays. It's it's time to get together with with friends. But back in the day, that's one of the, the I really look forward to that. Like you know, it's you know, it's 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 kind of like everybody the people that don't normally go out go out on New Year's Eve. Yeah. And I think that's really going to throw a bone uh, into the into the the plan making for a lot of people around around excuse me North America this year. New Year's Eve is is daytime, like from six o'clock on. You just want to watch Dick Clark and New Year's Eve and have that ball drop 25, 20 times and then uh, and be and then look for your honey for a kiss. It's actually funny. We were talking about that. For, we went for down to uh, Duncan for dinner with my brother. See him off for the uh, for the holiday season. Don't know we're going to see Mike again. So we thought we'd uh, meet up with him again one more time. And we got laughing about uh, what what uh, West, what coast feed you watch for Rock and New Year's Eve. And Mike's like, well. Because they're on the West Coast here, so they're like, "Well, we watch we the one out of Detroit. We're in bed by nine thirty. She's good. We're done." <laughs> right, so it's kind of just one of those things. Yeah, well, different strokes for different folks. You get you get into it early, and you can call her good by ten o'clock, right? So you're not not waiting for the ball to drop, and it's all of a sudden so it's a wasted day the next day because we're not getting any younger, and the the feelings the feelings hurt a little bit more the next day. So, uh, Dave, what are you looking forward to the most most in the in the, uh, in the new year? What are your thoughts? Well, the the new the the more recent thing, I'm I'm I sure hope Michigan uh, triumphs over TCU. I'm I'm really looking forward to watching Michigan in a title game, probably against Georgia. Uh and football, I'm looking forward to. I don't really know what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to a competitive playoffs because I was so disappointed. It's. Uh, with the Broncos situation. I'm looking forward to that being rectified. I'm looking forward to, I don't know what I'm looking forward to. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. You know, I'm, I'm a man that, uh, I, I go where the wind blows. I, 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 I try to, to steer my ship in the, in the, in the calm waters and, and just, I don't know where I'm going with that analogy. It's not really it's, 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 someone will figure it out. Maybe <laughs> have a happy puff. We'll call figure somebody will figure something out. But anyways, no, that was a good year for the 1420 podcast. Picked up some sponsors, trying to move this thing forward. Everything's kind of rolling. We're, we got it streamlined, like they said, a little bit. A little bit of work on, on our ends, but it's it's been a lot of fun. Make sure you guys keep listening to our show. 
Talk to people about our show, and then uh, we'll keep moving forward, and we'll keep putting the content out for you guys there. Belly Up's got some new things uh, happening in the new year, too, that we uh, we can't kick off till then. And Manscaped's got a new program that we had to get out there for them, too. So, anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, that's our year in review. That's our best of. If you guys have other ones that you uh, think that we missed out on, let us know. We appreciate all the feedback that we get on a daily basis. Anyways, take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourself. Need you around. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, Dave? No swing at high pitches, Jimmy. There we go. Happy New Year, everybody. We'll talk to you again on, jeez, in the new year. In the new year. Play safe. Play hard. Cheer your teams on. Enjoy the bowl games. Enjoy New Year's Eve. And uh, we'll see you next week before the last year of the NFL playoffs. There we go. Have a good night, folks. We'll talk to you again on Monday night. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.